Hi, this is Sam. And this is Anuel. And this is Murderous Intention. Hey guys, um, so I just want to say, heads up, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Yes, happy Mother's Day. You know, it's not easy being a mom, it's hard, but someone's got to do it, right? Unfortunately, some moms don't appreciate the gift that we are given to, you know, create new life and have somebody who, who love us unconditionally with whatever goes on in our life. These little people love us, you know, and they're yeah. our children, you know, and one thing we're supposed to do besides give birth to them and take care of them is we're supposed to give them unconditional love and protection and that's all that we need really to do okay is to love them unconditionally protect them from any harm or endangerment you know and be there to guide them not every mother gets that you know more moms think that pregnancy is about look at me look at me look at me um you know and it's a sad factor you know um it is now on the other hand here's a question what is your opinion on the fact of moms who have a kid and just make it out to be about them That's a difficult question um, because, you know, I'm cold-hearted. Mm-hmm. It's a difficult question to answer on a podcast. I'll say it like that. Um, because I am cold-hearted and if it's about you, then you're not a real mother because the mothers don't care, put themselves last usually. At least that's been my experiences. Yeah, that has been my experience as well. Like, I will go... To the point of where I'm practically like, you know, not having much clothes to wear, but my kids have, you know, the necessity that they need, that they have. Um, I remember when, before I became a mom, I had like this weird habit where I would go to a store and if I got an outfit, I had to have like shoes to go with the outfit, you know, a pocketbook to go with the outfit. Um, sunglasses to go with the outfit. And I was at that time very into wearing hats, you know, so I had like the whole accessory thing. And I I believe you even saw my, my shoe collection was from wall to wall, you know? I remember. And I was very into my boots, my wedges, my stilettos, you know, my sneakers. Um, as a mom, that that window down like it became at first with my daughter you know getting her a cutie wootsy and then my boys you know um so yeah i i totally see where 
you know, anybody who feels that as a mom, your kids are priority number one. And then, you know, if there's something left for you, then you. And don't get it twisted. You know, self-care is a big thing. You always need to go and take time, you know, to just like give yourself a little spoil once in a while. But it's not where it's an everyday thing, you know. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Um, so today's podcast, I don't know if anybody of you heard this, um, this case about Garrett Spears. His whole name is actually um, Garrett, I think Garrett Paul Spears. Um, well, his mom, it, her name is Lacey Spears. And... She is, my opinion, the most juvenile imbecile I can ever think of. Because, oh. yeah, no, and, and that's me putting it nicely, because I feel like this boy, he is so cute. Like, he is so cute, you know, and... He seemed to be always like a nice, happy little boy, no matter what was going on. Um, and she, she threw all that potential and all that life for nothing. Now, this is like, it's, it's kind of like the Gypsy Rose case, but different. Um, got it. So... It's the horrible side where, you know, Gypsy Rose killed her mom because her mom had Munchausen and she wanted to escape. Um, but in this case, there was no escape for this young boy. Um, but I'm going to get to the story um, and that way you guys could go ahead and spend the rest of your Mother's Day, you know, having some fun and enjoying life. So... Garrett Spears was born um, in Alabama on December 3rd, 2008. Uh, People who are close to his mother, Lacey Spears, said she seemed to be a loving and caring mother. In her only interview ever, Spears explains to 48 Hours that Garrett's health issues began just weeks later and he was diagnosed with failure to thrive. Yeah. Never heard of that before. Like, I, I normally, when you hear about that, they're having trouble with thriving, it's normally, like, when they have brain issues or, like, some oh, type thriving. of... Dis- okay, I'm just going to put that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, and then she said he was in and out of the hospitals for the first nine weeks of his life, and then even for some time afterwards. So, you know, from the way she's putting it, it seems like, you know, he was a little sickling, which, you know, we all come to the thing where sometimes we learn that some of our kids have a little more issues than we anticipated or looked for. Um, So... You know, a lot of people will sympathize with those kind of parents and, like, my heart goes out to you, whatever. So, let's move forward. 
So Lacey Spears was born and raised in Decatur. I hope I said it right. Alabama. Decatur. Huh? Decatur. Decatur. Okay. Decatur, Alabama, where she lived until she gave birth to Jarrett. I mean, Garnet. And became a single mom. According to reports, Lacey felt lonely in the state. So she moved in with her maternal grandmother in Florida for a brief while before relocating to the community called the Fellowship in Chestnut Ridge, New York. Never heard of that. Well, I'd never heard of it too until I heard about this case. So that's like, oh, what? But apparently it's like, um, it's like a little community of its own where everybody helped each other out. Um, you know, and if you were struggling, you, they kind of like gave you a place, you know? Oh, okay. So that's what it, from what I read and what I looked up, that's what it seemed to be. Um, besides being like, I guess like a kind of a church. You know, let's not start thinking cult, please. No. <laughs> um, so while there, Lacey told people that Garrett was the son of a police officer who had lost his life in a car crash. But the actual reality was much different. Garrett biological, Garnet's biological father was a former friend of Lacey's. His name was Chris Hill, who allegedly wanted to be part of his son's life, but wasn't allowed to. Mm. Yeah. So as it soon, you know, ended up coming to light, Lacey had a long history of lying, and you'll notice that. Um, she would fake illnesses, pretend other children were her own. So like when she would babysit other kids... Um, she'll take them to the park and you know, like how sometimes people will say, Oh my God, you have a cute kid. So instead of correcting them and saying, Oh no, I'm just watching this kid. This is not my kid. Um, right. she'd be like, Oh, thank you. And you know, she would always constantly want to watch that kid. So that way she could keep bringing them to there, to the parks or whatever, to get people's sympathies and get attention. Compliment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Um, so, and even went as far as to force Garnet to suffer repeated hospitalizations from a young age. Um, and then for the latter, the later, um, the single mom also took to social media platforms and created a blog to share updates on her son's health, leading her to be nicknamed the mommy, mommy blogger. Because let me just say, almost like it was almost like a daily thing. She'll post pictures and um, she'll put like updates on health conditions and how he's doing and whatnot. And it just was like, for somebody who has a sick kid, you blog a lot, you know. Okay, gotcha. So, so plagued with a lot of health issues, Lacey Spears took. Gar- Garnet to over a dozen medical facilities. In her only interview, she told 48 Hours that he suffered a severe ear infection and the biggest problem, this is her words, the biggest problem we had was we couldn't get him to eat. So he was losing weight 
he just would not take a bottle. He would not take baby food. He would not nurse. So my thing is, if you're, you're noticing your child's not nursing, not feeding, not, you know, doing what he's supposed to do, you go to your doctor. Right. You know? Correct. Yeah. So I'm just like, huh? So at 10 weeks old, doctors at the hospital in Albany, I mean, Alabama, I got Albany in my mind. I don't know why. I was going to say, Albany. <laughs> I got Albany on my mind. I'm sorry. In Alabama, <laughs> found his sodium levels to be unusually high at 180. Wow. Yeah. Now, every person, now, if you pay attention, every person has their, like, um, their poison, their favorite way of doing things. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, th- have that in mind. So, the normal range is 140 for infants. So he's 40 over. Um, according to Lacey Spears, she still couldn't get Garnett to eat and gain weight. So if he can't eat and gain weight. How is his sodium high? It should be low because he's not able to intake. Yeah, because you would think sodium would be high from high sodium meals. Um you know, mm-hmm. that's more famous for a certain group of people, even though we all like it, but, you know, um, or products, stuff like that, uh, all, are all high in salt. Yeah. But if he's not eating or drinking, like, he's not, his diet is not good, something's wrong there. Yes. So, she took him to more doctors, and at nine months old, he had surgery to insert a feeding tube, commonly referred to as a G-tube, where nutrients mm-hmm. go directly into the opening of the in the abdominal, um, either through a hanging bag or a bottle or through a syringe. So Lacey, she starts documenting her life with Garnet on social media, like I said, you know, mommy blogger. She included photos of him during, like, hospital stays and frequent posts on sites like Facebook, Twitter, and a blog she created called Garnet's Journey. So, 48 Hours obtained documents that revealed suspicious suspicions that Lacey Spears suffered from Munchausen Syndrome by proxy, which... Which we all know what this is, which is basically a condition where illnesses may be fake or induced in someone else. Usually a mother onto her child, which in this case is what happened. And normally it's just because they're seeking attention, which is what's happening with Lacey. She's making her own baby sick, okay, by giving him Mm -hmm. sodium. You'll find out later how. Um, and then she's also posting on like, you should, like you just heard me say Facebook, Twitter. Now he own, they have their own little, um, blog site, you know, where she's posting things and having it where everybody knows what's going on. So everybody can give her that sympathy, that attention. And it's like, 
what? Like, seriously? So, Lacey Spears and her son Garnet moved to uh, moved from Alabama to Florida, like I said, where she continued to take Garnet to various doctors. Some some friends back in her hometown, however, say Garnet seemed healthy. Um, the day that they my phone is acting up. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, so the day that they came to visit, now this is when her, fr- her friend uh, Shauna Lynch sa- states, that the day that they came to visit, Garnet was just a bouncing little two-years-old kid running around. She also states, I never thought he was sick or anything. And then we had lunch and he ate just like a normal two-years-old would. Um, I had three times in a row a two years old, so I must say they ate with their hands to the mouth. You know, normal, normal. Yeah, that to me is a normal two years old kid. You know, yeah. You just like hawking it, kind of thing. Sorry guys yeah. for those side of side effects, but you know that's what they do. Um, right. in 2012, Lacey and Garnet Spears moved to Chestnut Ridge, New York. They lived in an alternative and holistic living community called the Fellowship Community, where Spears worked taking care of elderly and Garnet attended school. So life at the Fellowship was going well for Lacey Spears and for Garnet, who after living there for a year and a half was thriving. Like he is doing awesome Being your average kid. Sorry about that, guys. Bless you. Um, thank you. <laughs> so she she also states he was a little social butterfly and he loved it. Um, then she states shortly after I mean, not that she states. So then shortly after Garnet turned five, he was hospitalized again. Um, this time never to return home. Now I'm explain. Okay, so Lacey goes and tells Forty Eight Hours that Garnet was experiencing seizures. Now remember, he's had the thing where he has high sodium intakes. Um, he ended up having the feeding tube. Okay, and now he's having seizures. Okay. Yeah. Lacey Spears Spears and just to give you guys a heads up <clears throat> there's no there's no um like um tests that can be done really at that time um to know if somebody actually had a seizure it was more of word of mouth like whatever the mom said is basically what you had <coughs> <clears throat> I am so sorry, guys. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um. So basically, like, unless 
they were already in the hospital and started having a seizure, that would be the only way that they can monitor the seizure and find out what was the cause. Um, but if you're coming in afterwards, it's kind of like, we got to go off of what, you know, the guardian was saying. Um, so Lacey, um, sits on a hospital bed in, with her son Garnet on January 17th, 2014, after he was admitted to the New York, um, Nyack Hospital, a video, um, EEG was set up using a special cap on his head, which that's, um, you'll see that picture in the social media. Um, I will be posting that one so you can see (coughs) to what extent this mother put her child to. Um, and this special cap was just basically, um, wired to a machine that would monitor his brain activities to try to like figure out what's going on that caused the seizure, you know? So, meanwhile, with his mother's consent, a camera recorded Garnet, Garnet um, in the room. So, she signed for them to record his room. Which, and I think it's, it's pretty, like, where she thought, okay, you know, they're just going to do this to go and see, you know, what's going on with him and, you know, what's, what's causing it. Um, and she thought she could get away with things, but this camera and the fact that she's consented to letting this camera be there is going to come out handy for what happens later on. Okay. So everything seemed normal, but almost two days after being admitted, he took a turn for the worse. Tests later showed that Garnet's sodium level, which were a normal 138 when he was admitted, rose to a dangerous level of 182. This is a frame. So, um, so there, there is a clip where, um, they show a a video EEG footage before he got worse, which in the picture that I'm going to post on our um, social media, um, it's basically where he seems happy, content. He has a cap on. He's like, like a normal kid, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then it it just, it goes, you'll see all the stuff. Um, So Garnet Spears was airlifted to Westchester's Maria Ferrari Children's Hospital. So his condition improved, but the recovery only lasted for less than 24 hours. So the high sodium levels had already caused Garnet's brain to swell. He was placed on life support. In her only interview, Spears tells 48 hours she couldn't understand why and I'm going to be sarcastic when I say this. She states, I don't know what's happening. This is my five-year-old son on life support. And yes, I'm sorry if you guys don't like the fact that I mimicked her. And I think she's a douchebag. But you'll see why. Okay. So on January 23rd, 2014, Garnet Spears was officially declared dead. 
Doctor suspected Lacey Spears poisoned her son with salt and called for a police investigation. Police immediately acquire search warrants to enter her home and they seize hundreds of items, including a bottle of sea salt seen in um in a picture that I'm also gonna post on our social media so that way you guys can see it, this this sea salt was like put right in front of a picture of him and medicine and his medicines. So I'm like why would we do that? Cecil should be on the table, the kitchen table, or in the kitchen, right? In a cabinet, or like we leave our our salt by the stove because it's just easier for us to, you know, use the salt. But that's where it stays. It doesn't go anywhere else, you know, in the house. There's no traveling. Sea salt does not should not be traveling. Okay. So during the second search warrant. Almost two days later, the police returned to the fellowship community. There were two feeding bags recovered. Okay. So lab reports later revealed they contained massive amounts of sodium. So she spiked in her baby's um, feeding bags and doused it with sodium. How effed up is that? So each bag had, at least according to the officials, the equivalent of a 69 small packets of salt. Now, we all know if we try to do a thing of putting just like one packet in your mouth, you're like, "Eh, eh, eh, eh," you know, and you're looking for that bottle of water so you can dilute it, right? Imagine having 69 of that and having to ingest it directly. Where it's not that it's going through your mouth and you can feel the ugh. Um, it's. And also, here's a side note. So you're probably like saying, well, why didn't he just throw it up? So because he had the the tube put in, um, they also did a surgery. And I don't know why they did the surgery when he was younger. Um, where he couldn't get, um, gag. He had no gag reflex. To help him um, throw up. Um, and you can see he's trying to... In, there's a video. Um, and I'm not going to post that one. But I do know it's out there. Um, and I saw it where it's basically... Um, he's... How do I put it? He's kind of like retching wanting to throw up but he can't okay um so the a retired westchester county detective daniel carfee said the amounts of sodium that were in those bags were lethal lacey spears was arrested on june 17th 2014 almost Five months after her son's death. So she got to, you know, parade around saying, oh, my baby's died and get affection and get attention. When the mother trucker killed her own baby. So after Garnet Paul Thomas Smith, I mean, Spears, um, 
which he had a very long name. Think about it. Yeah. Garnett Paul Thomason Spears died. So he died at the Maria Ferreri Children's Hospital in Valhalla, New York. Um, I'm a New Yorker, and I'm just going to say this. I never heard of this place. Like, I never heard. I didn't hear the other one either. I, ain't, I never heard of Chester, whatever the other one was. What, the, um, the Chestnut went, Ridge? Yeah. I had to look it up because I never, I never heard that place before. It's right on top of New Jersey. That's the only thing I found out. Oh, so it's on the other, on the other side. Okay. Yeah. That explains it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So, um, so, like, he ended up dying on the 23rd of 2014, uh, well, January 23rd, 2014, a sealed grand jury indictment charged Lacey Spears with second-degree murder and first-degree manslaughter. She surrendered to the authorities. And while they claimed that Lacey poisoned the toddler via his feeding tubes until he was diagnosed with hypernatremia and declared brain dead, she said she had no hand in his death or any wrongdoings. So both parties then, you know, combined the evidence they had before heading into the court in early 2015. So the prosecutor and the um, defense attorney, they shared their information. So in a trial that lasted 14 days, the prosecutor's primary evidence was the video footage from the camera set up in Garnet's hospital room to record any possible seizure symptoms. So it showed that Lacey um, taking her son to the bathroom with what looked like a white cup containing salt and an attachment that connected to his G-tube, this sequence transpired not once, but twice. And both times, the toddler fell violently ill shortly after. So the first time, that's when he ended up getting airlifted to the other hospital. Mm -hmm. And then the second time is when his body just couldn't hit, couldn't do it anymore, you know? Um, so many medical professionals were then called to stand to testify that the rise in Garnet's sodium level was not normal. Lacey did not testify at any point in her trial, just to let you know. So therefore, despite the defense claiming that Lacey was a doting mother being tried on a sketchy evidence, the prosecutor's argument of her having tortured her son for attention won. Um, she was thus found guilty of the second-degree murder and sentenced to 20 years to life in prison. So during Lacey's sentencing, the judge stated, In many respects, your crime is unfathomable. How is it I can say this word and, and uh, like other little small words, I just stumble. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, that's a big word. Happens all the time. <laughs> um, so this crime was unfathomable. Now I can't say it. Dang! 
unfathomable unfathomable in its cruelty it gives gives rise to many questions and this is like what the judge is telling and saying i quite frankly don't have answers for this was not a spontaneous or ill-conceived solitary act it was a series serious and orchestrated series of actions that shook the conscience Wow. So yet the judge did not impose the maximum sentence. So if you feel that this is like, yo, you were like plotting this thing. You were just like, you know, why not throw the max at her? His words are bigger than the sentence he gave her. Exactly. And it's messed up because this little five years old kid only had five years of torture to live, you know? And that's the sad part, is that who would he have been if he would have let to grow up, you know? Yeah. Right now, I believe he would have been getting ready to turn 14. Because he's a year younger than and my girl. And my girl is going to turn 15. So, yeah. He would have been turning 14 this year. You know. Getting getting ready for high school. Probably in high school. You know. Thinking about what he likes. You know. Maybe riding skateboards. Rollerblading. Hiking. Whatever the case may be. You know. And that was all snuffed away from him. So, that's just my ranting. So, forgive me. Um, so explaining that he, the judge explains that he wished for her to realize that she suffers from Munchausen syndrome by proxy, sometimes known as MSBP. My, my opinion is, yes, there's people who have it, but you know what? They shouldn't get leniency for it, you know? So, um... And subsequently come to terms with it. This disorder is, a, like I said, a mental illness wherein a caregiver makes up or causes harm to the child they're looking after for symptoms, for sympathy or attention. So today, at the age of 33, Lacey Spears is currently incarcerated at the Banford Hills Correctional Facility for Women in Westchester County, New York. And according to her inmate's rec to her inmate record, her earliest possible possible release date is in June twenty thirty four. Um, Lacey maintains her innocence till this day, and I'm like, how? How do you say you're innocent? Um, and then I read in another article, just side note, um, where she says, I don't know why the, my the inmates are bullying me. And calling me baby killer. And how she loved her son. So. I know I didn't give a, like, a lot of information. I just wanted to get to the point. Because of the fact that I feel like. This. I don't want to give her any more celebrity. 
or you know any woo 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 yay kind of moment um but i did want it to go and kind of say you know this poor child had to suffer because his mother could not seek help um i don't and honestly i don't feel that the police you know failed him i think they did they took this case real quick and did what they had to do quick. You know, they built up their case to be able to prove that she killed him. Which, think about it. It was it was sodium. It was in the, in the hospital. So to be able to say, yeah, we got proof that she did this. I think, you know, the cops did um, fantastic. Where most, a lot of cases don't get that. You know? Yeah. I'm not sure about that. I kind of disagree with that. Why? Somewhat. <coughs> there was a doctor's report before this incident. Yes. Um, the historian levels were high. Yes. But remember, she was switching doctors. I get it. But it still took him five months to arrest her. I don't know why I'm getting a copycat. You mean like... I'm, hearing my, I'm speaking and then I'm hearing my copycat. Um, it might be my... Oh, okay. Um, Munchausen is a real mental disorder, unfortunately. I don't, and I know that people, um, even though I'm, even though I'm not real sympathetic with people that hurt their children to kind of get some kind of response and some kind of sympathy. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, it is it is a real thing that people do experience, just like depression and anything else. Um, I'm kind of confused by that. You know, like I don't understand the the the, the reason why somebody would do that, but um, I'm not gonna go into that wormhole because it'll be long. Yes. Um, I think she was deliberate because she kept changing hospitals and places she lived to for dip. So it's kind of, as we all know, hospitals don't normally communicate with each other until it's too late. True. You know, like, hey, this seems like a problem to me. Let me see if there was, you know, anywhere else she lived in any other hospital that they went to. Maybe it was a problem for them as well. Um, but usually that doesn't happen to there's a tragedy or, you know, it's yeah, persons on night court or something like that. Um, but as much as you know, I wanna, I don't really want to sympathize with her because what she did was, I agree with the judge. It is unfathomable, and it's it's 
I, I you know, words words escape me how upset I am at this situation. Um, and then, but she was kind of stupid at the same time. Um, why would you allow someone to record the room? Yeah. And as I say that out loud, you, if you deny, if you kind of reject that, then they're going to start looking at you differently, you know? Exactly. Because, because the reason why they want to record to see if they catch seizure or something like that, that's usually why they record the room. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Sorry. But at the same time, the kids' level was sodium level was 138 which was perfect for them for a young kid at this age and then while in the hospital it rose up to 182 just like what the heck are you doing like that will make no sense exactly. for you to do it at that moment at that time well, um she was also taken into the bathroom so it was out what she thought was she's out of the frame of the camera so she needed to keep up the shrewd of oh he's having seizures kind of thing and when you're careless and you're just thinking about how can i get people to say oh poor mom you're so you know you got the heart of gold kind of aspect um she took it where she was not realizing okay now you're killing your kid you know you're putting too high of dosage you know and sadly, this lovely kid lost his life because some people are just starving for attention. I lost a stock. Yeah. I mean, and Munchausen is definitely an attention-driven disorder. Yes. Like, the only reason... You get to that level is because I need sympathy. Let me see what I can do to have people feel more sympathy than they already do. And um, blogging his his whole thing, that's the biggest testament to that. You know, his journey and blogging about his, um, his visits to the hospitals and all that. Like... That the police, the police didn't have to go far to search what happened to this kid. All you have to do is read her blogs. True. She gave them. She basically laid it out for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is. Uh, I I kind of I'm kind of upset at the judge. Because, like I said before, those words were bigger than the sentence he gave her. True. Um. You know. I'm, you know, you know me. I would have thrown the book at her. Yes. Um. At the same time, I'm just like, you know what? She has to also live with the fact that nobody's ever gonna want her around their children. Nobody's ever gonna wanna. How do I put it? So when she does finally get released. Mm -hmm. Do you really think anybody's going to want to go and say, oh, oh, you're the lazy spirit chick. Okay, yeah, let's go have a baby. I, I highly doubt that anybody's going to want to um, do so. 
just because knowing that the possibility of her end up killing, you know, their kid, that would be more scary, I guess. My opinion. No, I mean, there's there's no way anybody would want to have a kid with her. Um, there's nobody, like, if I was to see her with my, because I don't have children, with my grandkids, I'll go across the street as far as I can from her, um, just because I don't want her near children in general. Um, and I think, and so the, the soonest possible, the earliest possible release date is 2034, that's only 20 years, that ain't going to happen. Because parole usually deny the first one, right off the bat. Unless she's like an exemplary um, inmate. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's studying, she's, you know, no problems, no, no, you know, no, no fights, no, like, exemplary by every means like the most peaceful person in the world um but i also believe that because she had munchausen syndrome is the reason she's still denying that she ever did anything to the baby because i think if i remember correctly munchausen is about sympathy and and you doing stuff but at the same time you never um you never feel like you did anything yeah, to you it was everybody else's fault, not not yours. Right, right. And even then the last thing I'm gonna say is that you did it. Huh? I said even though deep down inside so, you know you did it. And I'm not even sure about that though. Just because I think since it is a mental um disorder, she may not even realize she did it. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know much about it, so I'm not gonna proclaim that I do. Yeah. Um, but that that is a possibility. I've had I've had heard stories that um the person never thinks they did anything, even though they did do it. You know. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, for me, for me, she should she should do life and and never come out because you know. It's not, nothing, nothing she could say or do will ever fix the image of that poor kid. You know, and I, I saw the picture that you put on the, um, on the document and I'm like, you know, Jesus. So. Which I, I will put that picture on social media so that way you guys can know, um, what I'm talking about. I will also put a picture of how he, you know. How of a cutie he was, you know. He was a cutie patootie. Um, <laughs> I always look for a reason to say that word. <laughs> yeah. Now. Yeah, I'm just like I'm baffled by this. I mean, it's I'm baffled by this case. I'm. Yeah. No, I hear you. My only question is why? Like why? The attention. Everything is driven by attention. Getting people's sympathy, getting people to be like, oh my gosh, you know? Right. 
Um, so I I would say definitely, you know, if you guys have a comment or a case you guys want us to, you know, communicate about, you can definitely email us at um, murderousintentions21 at gmail.com. Or you can always hit us up on our Instagram and become a lovely follower at <laughs> murderous underscore intentions underscore podcast. And of course, you can always tweet us at. Am I... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You guys should have seen his face. It was just funny for a moment. Um, it was capital M, capital I, True Cry Podcast. Um, so side Happy note. Yeah, happy Mother's Day, everybody. Um, but side note, are you following up on the Johnny Depp case? Me? No. Oh, my gosh. I have <laughs> cuentos for you. I have cuentos, okay? So, I'm a Johnny Depp fan. I don't care what anybody says. I'm a... Mm-hmm. He's single and... Sadly, if I was if I was single, I will mingle. No hesitation. And it's not about the money. It's just I've always found him so attractive. Even when he has like what other people say that, oh, he looks awful. I just see him as gorgeous. But thing is that so they have the court right now is on like a recess until the, the 16th of May. Which their last, the last testimony was Amber Heard, and she put on the most performance. Like, listen, I'm gonna say something right now. I think she did better acting on that stay, on that um, on that stand, than she acts in her own damn movies. Okay, she, and then it's like. And then she was, she said, uh, forgive me for um, some of the explicit content that I'm about to say. But, so I was um, a sexually abused person, um, you know, um, in my younger years. And any, any object used in your body, you're going to be able to tell that it's, you know, it, it, there's something in you. She is saying that he plunged a, a bottle, a liquor bottle, up in her wahoo okay? And she thought that it was just that he was punching her because he, she saw his arm movement from back and forth, right? So she thought he was punching her in her pelvic bone. But then says that, no, she later finds out that it was a bottle. Then she adds that, it was also she also had a broken liquor bottle in her thing. Now, there's this this YouTuber that I watch, and this young lady was on it who is a domestic violence um abuser, and I, I guess I'm guessing it's with the um the sexual nature. And abuser she, or victim? Victim. Victim, yeah. She was a the lady was a sexual victim. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. Um, 
But no. So in all in all things, she says, "Where's the documents? Where's the medical documents that state that shows you had a bottle shoved up your wahaha? Where is the proof that you had a liquor bottle up your wah a broken liquor bottle up your wahaha?" She states, "Oh, that she didn't. She didn't go." to the to the play to the hospital or get medical attention because she didn't want it on record if you didn't want it on record why are you coming out after divorce about it you just want to ruin his career because your career sucks and the only job that you got that is validated okay of being something and putting your name out there was because of him Yes, I said it. Johnny Depp got her the job of, um, from Aquaman. Okay, so booyakasha. Okay, um, you know, and the thing is, they got tapes of her admitting that she hit him. They got tapes of her saying to him, "Oh yeah, go ahead, Johnny. Say that you're a man of who's being abused. See how much people are gonna be by your side." You know, and it's just like, so you know he's being abused by you, but you just don't want to have it where people believe it. When the truth of the matter is, you abuse him, you have no documentation of medical documentation of these alleged assaults, okay? Because I'm sorry, if you're getting assaulted with a broken bottle, you will have severe cuts in your watatas, okay? Yeah, that has to be medically removed. And she she only bled a little bit. She said she she was bleeding, but not not nothing that severe. I'm sorry, but um, I gave birth to three kids, and I bled like it was floodgate central. Okay, I got my wahaha tore because of giving birth twice, and I bled. So my thing is. If I could believe on something that is unnatural, you're going to tell me you blood, but it was nothing serious for you to go to the doctor and get it, get it checked and whatnot, which I'm hoping that when they come back and they do cross examination on her, that they do so like they go off on her. They tear her apart from limb to limb. You know, I'm just saying that because I'm a Johnny Depp fan, but I also, I'm a justice I love the truth to be said, you know, don't accuse somebody of something when it was the other way around, you know? So that's my little, you know, spew on the Johnny Depp issue. Um, If you are a Johnny Depp fan, come follow us and hit justice for Johnny. Not a just, uh, Johnny Depp's fan, but not for nothing. She's got to try to make herself look innocent. Remember that. So she's going to go in and she's going to put every light out there about him. Okay? So just remember that. But if she did get a bottle up there, she has to get it medically removed. I know that. So, as you heard, that was my lovely mother. Happy Mother's Day, mother. (laughs) Thank you, darling. Happy Mother's Day, daughter. Okay, so this was one whirlwind um, kind of case. 
um, that we dealt with her a little while ago and the craziness that we just talked about. And I'm just going to let you guys off and go enjoy your day and think happy thoughts. Um, bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye-bye.